0: and a big mouth on another <laughs> I can just imagine sort of a grotesque creature be the end of the it's like the monster yeah so you've got to be very careful there yeah. you have you have to work I don't think I would recommend that actually at the moment no you know.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 87 of Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley.
0: And I'm Colin Bradley.
1: Welcome everyone back at the studio. Yes. How's it going, Dad?
0: i um, doing well, mate. Enjoying it. Good. Enjoy, still enjoying this great sunshine. We say every week we say about the sunshine, but we've still got it. We had a couple of <laughs> little hiccups and a couple of storms, but uh, it's still there.
1: And it's Folk Week here in Broadstairs. I know.
0: Yeah. It's, it's lovely to see. Uh, people that don't know, I'm sure that uh, other people have events uh, all around the world, but this Folk Week is really quite special. You know, we're all dancing in the streets. and uh, We're all dancing in the streets. Well, well, not me. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm right. I, I I watch them. Yeah. But it's it's great fun, and um, it's a very pretty little place, Broadstairs. If uh, people out there don't uh, have never seen it, but it's a very pretty little place, little bay, Dickensian, very much so. And uh, it's got a fantastic atmosphere at the moment. Everybody's yeah.
1: buzzing. It's, it's a real buzz. It's, I think, I heard that there's a, around about a hundred thousand people visit Broadstairs in this week. That's right. Which is insane for the, the for, the, the, for size. the size of it. <laughs> That's a lot <laughs> of people. Listeners, yeah, it's a lot of people. Well, to give visiting.
0: people an idea, they used to, when we first came here, people used to refer to this as the village by the sea. Really? Mm. Although it's a town, Brawl says it's a town, it's kind of got a villagey atmosphere to it.
1: Yeah.
0: It is that small.
1: Yeah. So it's busy around here. This oh, week. busy, yes. Very busy. Okay, so let's crack on with your questions this week. First one here is from Les. Hi Colin, I've just read your feedback of the Otter by Michelle. That was on our blog. Yeah. And I noticed the guideline box you used to indicate the alignment of the features. Is this something that could be used as a template for all drawings? As I really do struggle with alignment of features. All the best, Les.
0: Absolutely. That's what I used to do when I first started off, before I got the square drawing, which kind of replaced that idea now, because you can get the same thing with the square drawing. If you put the squares over, you can see where it's uh, aligned. Uh, But yes, absolutely, it's a good idea. And I think I would encourage people to do that. And the way I do that, you know, with the aligning and the lines uh, on the computer, it does serve to illustrate to people that, how how important it is. If you didn't have those lines, let's say you were just looking at the otter, you couldn't really discern whether... You knew it was wrong, you could see it was wrong, but where is it wrong? And there's nothing wrong with having uh, those indications to help you. Hmm. And if you put them in to begin with, then uh, it's really um, a great asset.
1: So for anyone that hasn't seen the 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 uh, the blog feedback post that we we posted it, you put you put the lines on the computer just to indicate didn't you you mm. you, you superimposed them were just on the computer you just mm-hmm. drew lines uh, like grids over the reference picture mm. and over the painting to that's indicate right. you can see where the proportions were
0: that's right
1: but you can do that on the computer if you want but obviously like you just said. Before you even start, you can Mm. proportion out the reference picture and then transfer that to your line drawing or to your paper so that you can... Just like the square drawing grids, what they do.
0: Absolutely. Um, Mm. Works well. The other thing you can do with a picture, if you're unsure, is to put it in a box. You put the um, head... We're talking about a head here. You can put it in a box. That's the outer and the top and the bottom and the two sides um where it touches and with that box then in place you can then use your um angles easier because that's what i did with the um otter
1: so you're kind of sort of constraining it into a into a mm. set area mm. and then knowing that that's the area i've got to work
0: in that's right yeah it's easier all the, the new drawings we're going to be doing drawing systems we're going to be showing people very soon uh, work that way they'll see how i do that right it's a good way of, of uh, understanding and appreciating i suppose just the align the lines and the angles and so on mm.
1: good okay good question Liz. The next one is from Wendy. Hi, Colin and Steve. I'm really looking forward to learning the life drawing. I've always wanted to paint people and their expressions, but have never been able to get the proportions of their bodies and
0: heads right. Yeah. There's a running theme <laughs> hey. on this podcast, yes, isn't there? Yes, isn't it? yes.
1: I invested in one of those wooden flexible mari- marionettes, yes. but it looks—it just looks at me from the shelf now. I found that it wasn't bendy enough, and just contributed—and it just contributed to my sketches looking stiff and unreal. I remember you having one of those I did. I did. I used to play with it when I was a kid, didn't I? <laughs> and,
0: and I used to use it too. But, but it's difficult because that's almost like having a life model in front of you. Mm. And you're, you're still having to work them out um just but, by looking at it that's right it's not easy what it what it can do though where you can if you combined it with the new drawing systems that we're going to be introducing if you combine the marionette with that it will work because you can twist it and turn it and sit it down and and you know the the, the different views that's the idea it's the different views it will help you to appreciate use the two together and you've got an ideal drawing system but on its own no it, it it's not really that practical
1: quite hard to... Yeah. ...to copy from. It would be. Yeah. And she took a picture of it. Uh, yes, you could do position. that.
0: Actually, yes, you could do that, thinking about it. And then it, print yeah. the
1: picture out and have that as your... And then
0: use the boxes that we're, we're going to be showing. Yes, you could do that. Another idea. There you go. If you want to do your... make your own picture up. That's yeah. a good, good idea to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the next one is from Isabel. This is... There's some advice that we need to give in this email and it's a really good, it's quite a long one, but it's really good feedback and uh, just goes to show how far people are coming, yeah. uh, your members. It's from Isabel. Hi Colin, I've been asked to do a demonstration for a local art club on pastel pencils. I've looked at their website and they're all very accomplished artists in other mediums, so it would be just how to use the pastel pencils. I don't mind doing a demonstration as it doesn't bother me standing in front of people, but I don't know whether I should be qualified enough to do this. I'm still learning the medium myself, so I feel that it would limit me to an extent, but I also want to spread the word about pastel pencils and what they can do. Do you think I should agree to do a demonstration? If you do agree, can you give me some tips as to what would be good to show off the pencils uh, to their best?
0: Hmm. Uh, Right. Well, the answer to that is yes, you should. It's a great... It's very scary, but um, I can give you a few tips to help you there. First of all, you must explain... If you anybody else does this just how, what level you're at you don't want to go in there and people assume you're a professional artist and then you don't produce a professional result uh, so the best way to do this is to say right from the onset I am uh, an amateur artist who'd been taught by if you want want to mention my name Colin Bradley and uh, and I'm I want to to tell everybody that I'm still learning. But what I'm going to show you is the attributes and the benefits of using the pastel pencil. And what you're doing then, you're throwing it onto the pastel pencil, not you. That's what you want to try to do on the, at an early stage. The pastel pencil is what you're showing people and you're showing them techniques that you've learned through uh, the, the tuition that we've given and you've advanced to the level that you are at now but by no means am I a professional artist. However, I do feel that my art and people have told me that I have some merit. You see, that's the sort of idea you've got to get across and then everybody in the room will sympathise with you and appreciate what you're doing and probably they will commend you for your bravery in standing up there and showing them but when you start you're you're actually using the pastel pencil another tip i can give people is have something prepared beforehand don't start from scratch right now here's an ear and here's a sound have it half done or two or two however have a have a picture that's already done so that you're working from that and it's a starting point then as opposed to something from scratch
1: and they can see see Mm. what it's already capable of one part of the picture anyway
0: and you can also go over some of those parts of the picture explaining what you've actually done it's easier to do that than do it as you go along yes so that's another good tip this is what i did i'm just telling you what i did
1: and the because when we went to patchings you took the siamese kitten that's right and you'd done half of one side and then you showed how to do you were demonstrating the other eye because you'd already done that on camera the Mm. the first one but it showed people a comparison of
0: the other thing too to make it easier to get through something like this is to um, invite people to ask you questions but that way you could find that you may not actually have to do very much drawing because they are asking you the questions and you can show them
1: yeah you let them dictate what.
0: that's right well, it's a way of see. throwing, what you've got to do is try to throw the emphasis off of you, if you can. You know, That'll to, put as you as at you, ease. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I can imagine, you know, you then feel a lot of pressure on yourself, whereas mm. actually you're, you're just showing the,
0: the pencils Absolutely. Off.
1: So what would you recommend? What parts of, uh, what would, you, would be good to show the pencils off?
0: Animals, without any shadow of a doubt. Although what I used to do when I used to do a demonstration, I used to do three. I used to do two animals and a landscape, a bit of landscape. Because, you, because the thing is, you've got an art group. Um, out of that, you might only have a third of them that are doing animals. The rest are doing landscapes. In fact, you almost certainly will get more doing landscapes. So it's probably a good idea to introduce to a sky, for instance. That's a nice, easy thing to do. Let me show you how the pastel pencils work for skies. See? Something like that.
1: Okay great uh she goes on to say that um she's told a lot of people about how she started with the pencils and our website and she's even saying she's going to print out information for people to visit and hopefully try it out uh and if she does do the demonstration then she's going to take the info with her so and she says all this is because of you colin not in my wildest dreams would i have thought anybody would ask me to demonstrate for them you are brilliant look forward to seeing uh look forward to hearing how steve's play goes i'm sure it would be great regards it. Yep
0: well it, it, uh, yes that's what it, well, it is it's, it's coming along very well Steve's opening night tonight folks.
1: Oh God the nerves so, are kicking in So you've in got now. a little
0: nervous Stephen sitting opposite me. Uh, <laughs> well you shouldn't be nervous because you know all your lines it's the other people that are having the problems at the moment. That's and right. We won't go into that we won't dwell in that will we?
1: No we won't. <laughs> <laughs> stress st- me out <laughs> even more. <laughs> no it's uh I'm
0: yeah I'm nervous but
1: it's I'm sure it's going to be great I'm sure you're right Isabel but it's really great to hear that you've been asked and I can't I we, we can't believe it here that well we can believe it because the people are, yeah. that are learning on the site are more than capable of showing it off but it's amazing for for us here and for you for one of your students I have to be got asked.
0: just out just out of um, interest here I have got several people that I know have actually are doing demonstrations for pastoral pencils that I know really and taught So, Isabel's joining the club.
1: There you go. It's your second generation of Hmm. students. Excellent. Okay, so the next one we have is from Gabrielle. I'm doing the Castle Coon Bridge at the moment and will send you the picture soon. It's so confusing with all the roofs and the houses, but once you get stuck into it, it doesn't look so complicated anymore. The way you work your way through it is amazing. I admire your skills. One question. How do you get the line drawing so exact on the paper? Do you use the square grid, or did you do it out of your head? Uh, there is a running thing with this podcast, isn't it?
0: There? there is some and some is the answer to that. I I had a, a picture for a framework, basically, of Carl Combe. I that was all square drawing. I squared that off, but I would say a third of that picture was made up. Really. Mm. All the all the foliage was made up. And the little people were all made up. I changed a lot of the buildings. I change. I, cha- I do. And this is what you can do. You see, with a line drawing, you can get the get the basic structure in, and then you can infill, and and then do, put your own personality. So it's some and some. Okay, is the answer to that.
1: Just use your own imagination when you come to do it. Well,
0: yes. I think it's, it's it's a combination of the three things. It's a combination of the square drawing, making sure that you've got the structure. You've got to get that right. Otherwise, if you get a... You Just know, the buildings and stuff like that. Bending over and leaning over and out of proportion. and It looks awful. So you've got to get that right. Once you get that right, then within that framework, you can then uh use your skill that you have learned from the experience of drawing and then you can also use your imagination all three things put together turn out great pictures mm.
1: because we were we've been asked quite a few times from various people about why don't you show off the photos that you use because yes. obviously we give the reference picture as your painting That's as right. a reference but people ask about the reference photos oh can you give us the original photo to see how you interpreted the photo into the picture
0: Hmm. well that's almost impossible to do because the pictures very very rarely do i have a picture that i'm using as a sole picture usually it's a question of um, two or three maybe pictures in the labrador there was two or three pictures actually i use eyes from one and fur from another and a mouth from another so i three so i had three things how am i how on earth am i going to show people how to do that i couldn't do it and that applies to nearly all my pictures uh so
1: that's a good tip for anyone else doing their own pictures though is to not necessarily because i think when i think of that i think i've got to find the the exact perfect picture that i want to copy Mm. from and that's not always the case. So mm-hmm. it's to open people's minds to say, if you find one that's really good with brilliant eyes, <laughs> keep looking. You might find one with another.
0: The only thing that is, yeah, that, that's an, in an ideal world, that'd be great, Steve. Yeah. I don't know whether people would be able to do that. That, that's quite, that takes a lot of skill yeah. in being able to proportion things out and so on. You get tiny little eyes on one <laughs> and a big mouth on another. <laughs> I can just imagine sort of a grotesque creature. <laughs> of it's uh,
1: like the monster.
0: Yeah, so you've got to be very careful there. Yeah. You have you have to work. I don't think I would recommend that actually at the moment. Anyway. No, get a bit more practice, folks, before you try <laughs> something like that.
1: Okay, great. Okay, well, there are all the questions we have for this week. So it's going to be a bit of a shorter show, but that's because.
0: Well, Steve I've got to run off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you're, folks, you're lucky you've got a show at all. I tell you, if you've been here with me this week and uh, Eileen, um, poor old Steve been running around like a blue ass fly. I tell you, and he's still doing it yesterday. But, so you're lucky you've got one. But yesterday,
1: I think I, I left at well, I had to do all sorts of things. I left at nine and I got in the morning and I got back at eleven at night. I know, and it, it was just it's just full on. It's, I've never never put so much time into a play before in my life no but it's uh it's going to be worth it and we open tonight so i've got to get to the theater because we're doing a tech rehearsal and then an a dress rehearsal and then oh
0: the life of an actor i
1: know, <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know it's a hard life isn't it i'm not complaining i love it it's it's brilliant but yeah so we, we're cramming it in quick so I, i'm going to edit this at some point
0: as yes. well <laughs> well you, you've got you've got all you've got Uh, in between rehearsals today can't you do it between rehearsals (laughs) sitting there Uh, when you're not on in the theater
1: in the theater with my laptop and headphones (laughs) that's it that's it so if you've got a question for the show you can send it through to us by going to colinbradleyart.co.uk and clicking the contact page at the top we pull our questions from also all, all over the show so if you want to comment on a youtube video or on our facebook page then please do so the Labrador went out last week. Uh, that got a great reaction. So thanks, everyone, for, for starting that um, and all your kind comments on that picture. And we'll have the next one coming up for you soon. Lovely.
0: Okay, mate. That's okay. terrific. Uh, okay. I don't think there's anything else to say. You've got to go on now. I'm off. <laughs> yeah, go on. Off you go. <laughs>
1: all right. That's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley.
0: And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your, your week.
1: week.